and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner. Going to open this week's show with a track by Amika, who has been my recent discovery and about whom I'm very, very enthusiastic. Um, the track I'm going to play is taken from an EP that came out this year, which I think is just some remixes from an album she brought out last year called Falling in Love with Sadness, which I've yet to get around to listening to. But I heard this remix and I absolutely loved it. Um, the track itself is called Wash It All Away.
Amika and Wash It All Away and that was the Headless Horseman remix and I wonder if one of the reasons her stuff sounds so good is I found out this week she has a music technology degree which may contribute to that just that great powerful sound she has in her music and also this week I read a review of an Aphex Twin gig uh, it was the reviews in The Guardian um, I guess that's just kind of a DJ thing where he just plays stuff I don't really know how those kind of gigs work when you see bands like Orbital or uh, you know Chemical Brothers or whatever um, but I read the interview uh, or the review with some interest and it mentioned a number of tracks and do you know I really missed out on dance I didn't get it is the is the bottom line so the 90s for me were really about very far away from the charts it's kind of when i got into guitar music stuff like sonic youth the pixies the wedding present um and in fact this week the guy from song sommelier asked me if i'd like to do a playlist of 90s classic albums and i thought you know what i just don't really have any but anyway back to this tracks that i that i listened to based on this apex twin review then there are about six tracks i downloaded and played and I have to say, only one of them really stuck with me, and it's this track by Future Sound of London, who I do rather like anyway. Taken from their debut LP, Accelerator, from 1991, this is called Pulse State.
Future Sound of London and Pulse State taken from their 1991 album Accelerator. And yeah, I wonder if part of the point that I missed there was that those tracks were all actually written to kind of be mixed together. And in fact, the, the abrupt ending of that is as it would have gone in to another track. Uh, hey ho, perhaps I should ask somebody who knows a bit more about dance music than I do. But let's move on to a track by Kate Bush, which originally comes from her compilation album, The Whole Story, which was brought out by a record company, I think capitalising on the success of The Hounds of Love. Um, and as usual, this included a couple of tracks that weren't otherwise available to ensure that fans had to go and buy an album of stuff that they otherwise owned. But last year, Kate Bush did a whole load of remasters. Um, I bought the Hounds of Love remaster. I don't think I bought any of the other stuff. But in amongst that were a load of 12-inch mixes, including this one, which I'd never heard before, uh, called Experiment 4. Notable for having Nigel Kennedy playing violin, who was at the time uh, sort of in the public eye because of his Four Seasons uh, album. Uh, it's also interesting to listen to her phrasing on this just i mean her phrasing is always interesting but just listen out for the sentence we all know what we are doing
Bush and the extended version of Experiment 4. Now, earlier this week, I had to drive down to Dudley and back, which is about a four-hour round trip. So I thought I'd listen to the whole of the Flotsam and Jetsam uh, album that I downloaded of Peter Gabriel's a couple of weeks ago, which got loads and loads of tracks on it. And there was stuff I was familiar with. There were alternate versions of things. It's a pretty interesting album, actually. But there was a track that I really loved that I'd never heard by him before called In the Sun. Um, just absolutely beautiful. And it sounded very him but not quite him especially in the lyrics so i looked it up and actually it was a track he recorded for a compilation album uh, a diana princess of wales tribute from 1997 uh, the song is originally by joseph arthur and it, it's a lovely song a very very lovely vocal melody um, and gabriel uses an incredibly straightforward rhythm track on this so it all really works well. You've got that very straightforward rhythm track. You've got his lovely vocal melody. And then kind of tucked away, almost you don't notice, is this really kind of sonic music bed that he puts underneath it. Just have a listen to it. This is Peter Gabriel playing Joseph Arthur's In the Sun.
son, will you help me to understand? Cause I've been caught in between all I wish for and all I've seen. Or maybe you're not even sure what it's for any more than me. May God's love be with you. God's love be with you May God's love be with you Be with you I think that's lovely. Peter Gabriel and In the Sun, taken from his recently released album, Flotsam and Jetsam, which is huge. It's about 30 quid for the album as well, but there are some absolute crackers on there. But moving on to Depeche Mode now, who, as I've banged on about before on the show, I kind of gave up on them after Songs of Faith and Devotion. I bought a couple more albums. I couldn't get into them. I think the departure of Alan Wilder was a thing for me. They just lost a lot of sonic interest. And then an album out in 2001 called Excited, which I didn't even bother buying, but I came across a remix uh, from it this week. I've not even ever heard the original of this song, which is called Dream On, but I love the remix, which comes from... They did a whole load of box sets... um, of all tracks and remixes and stuff. This is from the sixth one called DMBX6, and it's the Oxken Man remix of that track, Dream On. Oh, 
Mode and the track Dream On, and that is the uh, Octagon Man remix of that song, originally taken from the album Exciting. Now, I mentioned earlier on that I read this review of Aphex Twin, and in that review, it mentioned some of his own material that he played, including one track that it referenced from Slex Dambrian Works Volume 2, which I couldn't find the track, and I don't know whether it's just going by a different name or what. So I thought instead I'd play a song from that album that I like, one that's called uh, Weathered Stone. And I always find it interesting with Aphex Twin or Richard James to give him his proper name because I think any other artist when they're putting stuff out there will, you know, they've got their kind of credibility at stake but there's always that feeling with him that he might be taking the mickey in some way. I remember reading about, I think it was Jesus Jones sent him a track to be remixed, paid him like £5,000 or something and it just came back with what sounded like a microwave bleeping. Um I quite like that. I like the fact that he's not precious and that he challenges you to think about whether what he's doing is really of value or not. As I say, I really like this song, so whichever way he intended, it works for me. This is called Weathered Stone.
Aphex Twin and Weathered Stone taken from the album Selected Ambient Works Volume 2 which came out originally in 1994. Now at a slightly obsessive evening this week I was listening to some live versions of some tracks by The Wedding Present particularly uh, Flying Saucer, Kennedy and Cordroy all of which I love just because of the massive guitar noise and just the just the sonic aspect of those pieces of music and I ended up loading, downloading from iTunes various uh, live versions of those songs from a load of live albums that the Wedding Present have released over the years. Don't worry, I'm not going to play any of them for you now. But while I was in there fertling around, I came across an album by Goldfrapp, which I was unaware of. Um, I mean, it's an album in the sense it's got like 10 tracks on it, I think, but it's kind of more of an EP in the sense I think it went with a single that was released. The album, whatever it is, is called Twist, came out, in, as I say, in 2003. And you know, it has on it a live version of Strict Machine, and that song is like catnip to me. Um, I've played it before on the show, the album version, a couple of other live versions. I'm going to play this other live version for you now. Goldfrap and Strict Machine, and this version was taken from Live at Somerset House.
Strict Machine recorded live at Somerset House and you can find that on the Twist album. Um, so moving on to Simple Minds, a band very close to my heart who were at their peak, in my opinion, between about 1977 and 1981. In fact, I think I am going to do a playlist around that period of their work uh, for the song Sommelier. The second album, the first album was very kind of poppy and quite, I suppose in some ways, quite derivative. Still got some bangers on it. But the second album was kind of like their kid, eh? Uh, where they kind of reinvented themselves. It was called Real to Real Cacophony, the album. It was released in 1979. The first side is a real mishmash, but the five tracks on the second side are corking, including this, which is called Factory. <laughs> Oh, 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 
wonderful Simple Minds and Factory taken from the 1979 album Real to Real Cacophony, which I would cautiously recommend to you. So just one track left to go. I mentioned earlier how the 90s were a bit of a dead zone for me for chart music and dance music in general, but one of the albums that kind of pulled me across in that direction a bit was The Prodigy's uh, Fat of the Land from 1997. Oh, two things put me off listening to that album a lot. One was the track Smack My Bitch Up, and the other was that it did sound very samey in places, but if I go back to it sort of a track at a time, there are some absolute corkers on there, including this track I'm play for you to finish the show, which is called Diesel Power. Before I start that, I'll just say thanks very much for listening. I hope you'll be back next week. And until then, cheers! Bye! Roll with